Hello, and welcome to Stephen Rowland's Beer Podcast. Episode 240. It sounded very um, Dalek-esque then. Yeah. Pretentious, I was gaming for. Oh, it sounded like you were, you know, 240, exterminate, kill, bird. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of too. Has it just been one of those days? <laughs> yeah, I, I think January is for many of us. Um... On that note, it's life in it, really. To be honest. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. No, no, Steve. Um, as we discussed last week, he is somewhere in Central America, maybe, probably. Who knows? Um, and I'm joined by Gaz to drink some some beer. Yeah. Well, I, I'm liking the uh, this, the look of this already. It's based off the name. Uh, yeah. So this is Schrodinger's cat from Atom Brewery. And. Okay, let's talk about the branding first. Is your because I'm a man with a physics degree and I disagree with this principle. No, it's kind of. I feel like I should be part of the audience. You know, as, as Gary just mentioned, I have got a physics degree. Physics references it's, it's and not, stuff is not, something it's that not I do. Stupid as he looks, honest. I do genuinely uh. find interesting. So I feel like I should naturally be interested in atom beers, but. I think maybe it's because of that science background. I tend to find science references on stuff a little bit off-putting. Only for a minute on the back of here in the malt spill, I thought it said melatonin. You know, uh, melatonin. I was like, wait a second, what are they putting in this? Uh, <laughs> Melanoidin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which I miss, is, I miss red hair. Is the bit that basically you, they use for getting red, that reddish hue out of it. Mm-hmm. Well, it certainly has a reddish hue. Well, more of a ginger hue, really. Sort of a. Uh, tip of the hat to Steve uh, um, so Atom have been a brewery since 2014 um, weirdly actually I drank some of their beer only once and it was as soon as they it was within six months of them opening they started in January 2014 in Hull on industrial estate there um, Hull 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 and <laughs> sorry I got on myself Northern and I had one of their beers at the Birmingham Beer Bash in 2014, uh, where they made an appearance, I'm pretty sure I've seen their beers at other beer festivals since occasionally cropping up, um, but I've never got around to drinking them again. Which is not necessarily a huge problem because it's beer festivals and you tend to get distracted by lots of other other stuff, so it's not necessarily a bad thing that. What do you think of the? Um, the branding. Let's talk the branding for a moment. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I do like the branding. Uh, I like the idea of it. Um, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. The, the one that, there's one thing about it that bothers me, and that the, is the description. Obviously, so you know, yeah, it's the uh, you know, so, you know, Schrodinger's cat, and it's just like you know, the, the, they explain you know, Schrodinger's cat is a paradox, as is the beer, uh, and it's just like, well, no, I mean, this this beer is not both alive and dead at the same time. Yeah. you know, it's not. It's not. I've got an issue like, <laughs> like, the, whole, like the, whole, the whole idea of Schrodinger's cat is that is that uncertainty isn't it yeah well yeah. Schrodinger's cat is not is not a paradox because it is solvable yeah like I mean it isn't the cat is neither alive it's the, nor it's, dead it's, That's the, the, it's the idea that something is not determined until it's observed so yeah. it's like this is yeah yeah it's not it's not a paradox in the true sense of the word mm. um, and I guess okay if I look at the name, this is Schrodinger's Cat. They've got a number of other um, beers, all with scientifically themed and physics themed references. Um, I think my only 
downside is they're a little bit obvious ones. And I'd prefer some slightly more... Well, you've got a thing, though, from a marketability point of view. It's like, if you start referencing obscure uh, well, theories... Yeah, but like most some beers, people might just look at them and go, what But the most, most beers are. Be? Like, <laughs> how often do you see a beer and think, oh, I know what that name means? Mm. Like, lots of them have got intentionally obscure ones that make you pick up and look at them. In fact, there's a brewery that in London that does Belgian-style um, stuff that uses, again, has used physics-themed references for some of their... Let's be fair, it's not an original idea. There was a coffee roaster that were doing the same yeah, thing at one point. But the physics, uh, the references were ones that I had to go, hmm, I don't know what that is. And I had to look it up. And that interested me. Um, Schrodinger's cat is not one that I have to look up, but I think it's one that's probably made its way very effectively into mass mass awareness. In fairness, I am also disappointed there is no cat on the actual uh, cat. <laughs> yeah, I quite like the look of the cat. Um <laughs> I like the look of it. I'm just, just but it, saying, you know, where's the cat? Uh, yeah. It, <laughs> it is just, it's... Um, or is, 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 the, is, the, is, is the joke that there's like actually a, there's, a, there's a cat inside the can? Or, or, is, or is there? And the, only way, the only way I can figure it out is if... Oh, I wonder what that taste was. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, is if I actually open the can. But until I do, it's neither... It's both... There. Alive and dead inside the can, yeah. You can't. This this gets you out <laughs> well, of the problems that health I'm, and safety I'm, food standards might have. Well, You've not got a dead cat in your can. I'm, I'm pretty sure, just based on the uh, based on the taste, the cat was definitely alive in this can. Like okay, if it was okay. dead, I'm pretty sure it tasted a bit more funky. Uh, <laughs> that sounds true. So if, if you haven't noticed, it's going to be a bit of a tangential one because, well, I'm here. <laughs> yeah, it, it's water, barley, wheat, hops, and yeast. Unsurprising. There's nothing extra there. Um, Pale malt, caram, karubi, karubi. So I'm not one I've come across actually. That's a fairly obscure malt. That one, Munich, um, which is a slightly darker style of malt that gives it kind of body without too many caramel or heavy roasty flavours. Also a city in Germany. Indeed. Fun fact for you. Um, <laughs> special B, which is a very dark. Special B is that in relation to special K? No, uh, quite, I'm, quite I'm, different. I'm, Other I'm, not, I'm not talking about the cereal either. Uh, <laughs> Special beer is a fairly dark malt uh, from European kind of style, so it's debittered but very dark. So it adds a lot of colour, a lot of chocolatey flavours. Oh, that actually sounds interesting. It adds, it adds colour, but not with those that bitter roasting. Yeah, sort it, of it's the kind of thing that you might find in uh, certain European dark beers. I've used it quite a lot as a home brewer for my darker beers because I don't like roasting flavour. Uh, like I guess you don't like those. Uh, a melanoidin, which tends to give you kind of redness and also some of that again those body and sweetness without um, being say, uh, over heavy the, given the colour of this beer they must have used a very small amount of uh, special beer there. yeah you will. You would tend to use very small amounts I would guess you'd be liking a potential or so of, mm. of the mash total which is also important because it tends to be very expensive in comparison to the pale malts um, which is why it's important keep an eye on your grain bill yeah they, they tend to not like too is, much this of is them. a northern brewery so <laughs> would you like to watch the pennies uh, Summit Hops for Bittering and citron mosaic for aroma. So there's a time bit there. If you can, I know you're drinking very quickly, Gary. Mm. Oh, I'm actually, I'm actually quite enjoying that. Like the, the uh, it's the bitterness for me more than anything. I am really enjoying um, the actual the, the the bitters that are in there. So uh, yeah, it's not it's not overly 
citrus hoppy, that kind of silly. You know, they've not tried to go bonkers mad with it. It's um, very for me. It's very bitter lemon kind of. Mm, yeah, bit bit of lemon, but you know, maybe like better, maybe even a little bit of lime. You know, mm-hmm. just the idea that idea of like biting into a you know raw piece of citrus fruit, um, but without it being too tart. Yeah, it's not super fruity. It's definitely on the bitter mm. side of those those things. Um, not bad as well. It's three and a half percent. Like. For a, for a, a you know a beer with that low in ABV, like that's it's got a lot of flavour. It's very tasty. It's very nice. It's very sessionable. I, I think they've done a good job with that mm. that grain bill to make it feel like it's a heavier beer than it actually is. Like if you told me it was five percent, I would have believed that. Um, and that's always like that's clever brewing in terms of recipe and and choices they've put in there. Mm. Yeah, it, t- it takes a lot of boxes to it. Gotta be honest. Uh, Looking forward to drinking my can now after drinking Steve's. Oh. <laughs> well, half of it anyway. Well, go on then. I think we're about ready for you to do oh, yeah, some summations yeah. here. We, we, bought a, we bought our own bottle cap with us because this is a can. So. Pre-prepared bottle cap. Yeah. The, the, the little tinkling of the, uh, of the ring pull, it's not, it's not the same, is it? So, um, I've pretty much said most of what I like about the beer. Um, it's very tasty. It's very drinkable. I'd like to have some more of their beer. Uh, I'm going to give this a solid 8. I quite enjoy this. I think US Amber is probably reasonable. I'm not sure the US is unimportant. It's an amber ale. I think it's more the hops, isn't it? Really? Yeah, but it's, nice. it's it's not... For me, it's not really a hop, a hoppy kind of yeah, you could, monster. You could, you could have got it the other way. We're just calling it amber really good. Yeah. But... I, to me that sits pretty reasonably along alongside any kind of I don't know any kind of amber beer it's not super hoppy it's got a nice bitterness to it it's well balanced it is for me I can see that doing well in northern bars as a sessionable kind of beer that is well, it, hit, it hits that kind of note that you'd expect from northern pubs like that three and a half to five percent yeah for your sessionable beers is the sweet spot. It's probably like I can imagine it's more of a, a the crafty end of it in the sense that it is quite heavy for something that you'd want to session. Mm. Um, I think if I was doing pints of that, I would have preferred a little drier. Actually, I find that body would probably get a little bit much. I a can is almost perfect for me on this. Oh no no! Uh, any more any more drier than this, and it, uh, it wouldn't be sessionable. I think that's, I quite a, like that's, a that's, that's the thing for me. Like with a, a, a sessionable beer, is that it like anything that's too dry, it doesn't quench you first. It leaves you needing, like you, you feel like you need a drink after you've had it. Like whereas so it's got that it's got that right amount of sweetness in there that just you know. I know I can perceive sweetness. I think it's about right, but it's the kind of it's the heaviness of the body that I find maybe a little. I think they've done maybe too good a job for me to really want to. Session on it. Um, no, I, I don't know. We, I, I that that can yeah. be testable. I can go and find myself a, an opportunity to session it and see what, what whether it holds up. Um, you say that. How, how often do you go out on a session? <laughs> yeah, that's non-existent. That's true. <laughs> Let's be realistic. There's um, opportunities, Roland. It's a new year. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go get drunk. <laughs> well, there's our resolutions made. Um, no, need... no, we don't do those. <laughs> no. It's just an opportunity. What I'm saying. Um, yeah, I like it. I don't think it 
might stick with me. I've got a funny feeling that I might forget whether I enjoyed this next time I see it. Because um, I think it's very solid, but maybe one that would be easy to forget about a little bit. Because those flavours are very kind of well-balanced. Mm. There's nothing kind of stand out in my memory there. Um, it sounds harsh, I think. Um, yeah, God, you're such a git, aren't you? Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't sound like harsh. Um, seven and a half. Seven and a half. Yeah. So, so, after, so after all that we're negativity, in the same ballpark. you're half a point off of me. Yeah, we're in the same ballpark, definitely. I, I do like it. I'm enjoying it. But I also wonder if, if I see it in six months' time, will I go, oh, yes, I wanted to have more of that. I'm not sure whether I will or not. We'll see in six months' time. I mean, maybe not more of that, but like more of their beers, definitely. Hmm. If that's if that's if that's a um, what's the word I'm looking for uh, a yardstick benchmark, you know, it's worth a punt, isn't it? Hmm. Okay. On that note, that glowing reference recommendation, um, I think we should drink up and shut up. Well, I've drunk up, so you shut up. We're done. <laughs> <laughs>